There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning, tune is a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy. How you doing, Kelly? It's happening. Doing well, man. How you doing? I'm good. The show's packed. Jason Weingarten will join us, talk uh, baseball, specifically a couple division plays that he has made. Thoughts on the National League MVP race and the American League Rookie of the Year races, specifically. Anything else we can get to with him. Will Hill, with all of his baseball plays, draft plays, whatever he's got going. Mike Pritchard, our own Mike Pritchard on the NFL. Ben Wilson on college baseball. Man, the Men's College World Series has been great. Finally, a couple games yesterday where they weren't as close as what has been the case. We'll get his thoughts on both Games that take place today, not t- not uh, elimination games. They could be elimination games. This is where the uh, the College World Series bracket gets fakakta, and it's kind of tough to explain to people. But if uh, if Wake or yeah, what is it? If if Wake or uh, LSU lose, is it Wake or LSU or Wake or uh, no, excuse me, Wake or Florida lose today, it is not an elimination game. But if the other teams lose, then it is an elimination game. So there you go. We'll get into it. <laughs> Florida, big favorite against TCU. Wake, a favorite against LSU. Wake and LSU might be the two best teams out there. Uh, so they're facing off again after Wake eked by LSU the other day. We'll get into all that with Ben Wilson. Drew Dinsick on the NBA draft. See if he has any tennis. By the way, I have one tennis play this morning. We split yesterday's. So I have one tennis play this morning. Harriet Dart. Harriet Dart is the tennis play this morning. You can actually get her at a better price than I could. She's in plus money. Right now, I got her at very small minus money. So Harriet Dart is the play in uh, in tennis. That is the one play she's taking on. And Helena Kalanina. If your last name was Kalanina, would you name your uh, <clears throat> daughter Anne Helena? <laughs> Anne Helena Kalanina. Probably not. But we're, who, we're, who am I to talk? We're about fading her. Yeah, we're fading her with Harriet Dart. That's your tennis play. We'll see if Drew has any as well. So let us begin with the NBA draft because this is uh, this is a story now. And I have my own personal one from yesterday, and I must tell it because Kelly was uh, privy to it. We have timestamps on all of this, but the big, the big news is that the number two play, the number two pick, the odds have shifted seismically. We allowed to use seismically there. I think we are. Yesterday, Brandon Miller was a pronounced, not a negligible dog at all. He was just shy of a $2 dog to go number two. He's now minus 400, even as high as minus 500 in some spots to go number two. And remember on this show yesterday, I was like, hey, JBT, Jonathan Montoba was on with us. I was like, 
is the only thing we know beyond Wembanyama that Scoot is going number two? And he was like, well, no, because this is where the markets and the reporting has, and I'll use my word, has dissonance. They don't jibe with each other at all. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we still know nothing beyond Wembanyama. And so yesterday, I'm watching the, uh, I always forget what the, the teams were. I'm watching Oral Roberts and TCU. I in-game undered that and got home. I'm watching college baseball. I in-gamed uh, TCU minus one and a half. So I was rooting those in. And this is during the day on ESPN. And I got my uh, I got my nacho daddy for lunch. Was eating that. Kelly, you and I have been on the phone. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta get some food. Got some food. Watch those go in. And so I left the TV on as I'm just lounging on the couch. And so at two forty seven p.m. Pacific yesterday. So it's not your standard Sports Center starting time, but at two forty seven p.m. I text you immediately because Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski, came on uh, with uh, L. Duncan, and she was talking about, okay, how did these workouts go with the Charlotte Hornets? We had talked about it at length that Michael Jordan, who's selling the Hornets, was going to be on site for their final look, an additional look at both Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson as to what to do with the number two pick in the draft on Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And Woj came out and said, that it, and he said it definitively. He's like, the Hornets solidified their position that they're going with Brandon Miller. They love Brandon Miller. Now, it was, it was interesting wording because Woj has never, to Woj's credit, and by the way, let me raise my hand. I was the guy who bet Boncaro last year number one. I bet it for basketball reasons. I've said it the whole time through. It didn't make sense to me why the Orlando Magic wouldn't go for the surest thing with that young core that they had. And it turned out to be Boncaro. So this year... I'm listening to Woj, and Woj immediately says, and Woj, to Woj's credit this year, because a lot of people want to bust on him for getting it wrong last year, but to Woj's credit, he's never wavered off Brandon Miller going number two. Now, I was on vacation last week. I hadn't made a single NBA draft bet, but when he said it the way he said it yesterday, Kelly, I immediately go to a, uh, a prominent book that uh, lots of serious bettors will know what I'm talking about when I explain how this is done, where each bet that you make, you are limited to a dime of a win. And then you have to rebet it. So you can bet it to win a dime. They will move the odds on you. You can bet it to win a dime. They can, they'll move the odds on you. They'll bet it to win a dime. They'll move the odds on you. But that's your limit. You keep doing it. I bet Brandon Miller four times right after that. And I texted you, right? I texted you at 2.47 p.m. or 2.50 p.m. I'll see the timestamp on it. But no, at 2.47 p.m. is when I texted you. 2.50 p.m. I bet Brandon Miller to go number two at plus 169, plus 160, plus 150 and plus 142. You then said to me, oh, Jonathan Gavoni, it's funny you say that, Jonathan Gavoni just has just put out a mock Brandon Miller's number two in his as well. So this is 11 minutes later now. I'm thinking I'm the only person globally that's seeing any of this. The plus 134 that I had moved it to with my bets is still there 11 minutes later. I bet it a fifth time at plus 134. So it's either going to be a really good night for me or it's going to be a really sucky night for me. I'd feel much more comfortable if the draft was tonight. Sadly, I have to wait till tomorrow <laughs> night because there's a lot of time where all of this can change. But the reason that I'm going with Woj this year, unlike last year, is the same reason. I'm actually being consistent. It's never made basketball sense why the Hornets with LaMelo Ball wouldn't take Brandon Miller. You've got your point guard. Why wouldn't you take the best player on a team that was number one in the nation most of last year. 
And so that's where it is right now. And so Brandon Miller's minus 400. So again, these this is how the draft is now. It's all that. Now, keep in mind, thank goodness, and again, serious betters will know what I'm talking about here, this isn't one of these Vegas shops that think you're taking a shot at them when you do this. This is you just have the information before I did. What was amazing about it, though, Kelly, is it's Woj in broad daylight saying it definitively, being corroborated by Gavoni, and I felt like I was the only human being on earth betting it at the time. It was weird, the because I was sitting there like all afternoon tracking it too. I was freaking out when you sent me that video because I was like randomly doing the dishes and I had like two TVs on. I'm like, where did I miss this at? Um, I rewound and sent Kelly the clip of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like sitting there watching. So yeah, no, no, it was a good catch. Um, and yeah, they all lined up. Uh, you know, Gavoni's mock draft, uh, Wasserman's over a bleacher report just came out today. He's got his final mock draft. He's calling it and Brandon Miller, number two there. So they're all lining up there. Like, I'm with you. I hope it was tonight. I, I hope, uh, wish it was now. <laughs> That's right. This could be uh, awful yeah. tomorrow. Who knows? I've got bets going back months now on this, so that would be really nice to get home. Because you have them 8 to 1, right? Uh, plus 850. Plus 850. Yeah, and then scoop plus 550 to go third. Good for you. So, yeah, it could be a big night. Uh, let's hope. Let's hope. I, I, you know, I think it's uh, – what was most interesting about it yesterday, to your point of feeling like – why you feeling like you're the only person? And I, I put one more in yesterday at plus 130, kind of when you and I were texting. But that was, you know, to your point, I'm like looking at these odds, and it's like it hit a point where they stopped moving. Like it would, it moved after that, after that hit by Woj, it started to move. But like DraftKings, FanDuel, points bet, they all paused for. I would say about a three, four hour period where it was like scoot minus 140 to minus 150 still. Interesting. And Brandon Miller about even money. Hmm. And it paused there for a while and then it steamed up overnight. Then it went crazy. And overnight. then it went crazy overnight. And we're seeing, yeah, like you said, minus $4, minus $5 now. Yeah. And again, this is just to sort of tell you again for a guy who got beat on the NFL draft this year, we were very open about getting beat on that. Um, these drafts are are amazing betting vehicles when they go your way. And for the NFL, it was it went our way year after year after year after year until this year. And so hopefully this works out and it's a big night. And obviously that number is gone. And, and it's gone and I would not bet it no, now. Like this absolutely is, not. Like there is still... We might not be right. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- exa- like that is... Especially with, I didn't really understand the workout thing yesterday, right, Gil? I talked about that. Did, like yeah. It felt very odd that you're having these two guys come in for a private workout four days before the draft. And then what, all of a sudden we're talking about 24, 24 hours later? Oh, okay, we definitely know where we're going. Like, <laughs> Could be a smoke screen. Could it, be. It, right, it just feels all smoky where it's... Like, if that was, my whole thought was, it's a smokescreen to bring both these guys in because you're just trying to get someone to offer you the best possible trade proposal, right? And that makes sense, as you should, as you should. What doesn't make sense, though, is then less than 24 hours later, you're like, all right, never mind, we got our guy. Like, we don't need any trade offers. I'm just going to go with my basketball compass, right? Then my North Star is going to be what makes most sense basketball, both last year and this year. I do also want to say, though, you know, we haven't said a real a good PSA about the NBA draft. This applies to all drafts. But remember, if you're like a first-time draft better, that different markets will allow you almost the same bet at different prices. Um, books are very funny how they will 
not see the incremental difference in some of the things that they're doing. So let's, if you have a certain player and you're doing a draft position, right? Let's say it's Jairus Walker, Cam Whitmore, Amen Thompson, whoever it is, you could see it to go top five at a plus, you know, let's throw out a number, plus 150. Then you can also see under five and a half at plus 180. So obviously you bet the plus 180 because it's the same exact bet. It's just that books have fallen asleep on changing those numbers. So be clever about that. There's multiple markets at, at lots of books where one bet is clearly better than the other. Don't make the don't make the mistake of of just minimizing your gains. Yeah. I feel like that's our most common and, yes. and important pro tip on a numbers game here recently with all these books. Without question. I mean if we could give one PSA on the draft, that's it. Drew Dinsick's thoughts on the NBA draft, where he stands. Remember, he had Boncaro last year as well. Gave a passionate speech as to why he was going to play him number one, and that worked out. His thoughts next. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. And then you start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let me give another example of the uh, public service announcement that we're trying to give for drafts just before the break. So if you're convinced now that Brandon Miller does go number two, and it's what? It's minus 400, let's say. You can find other markets, Kelly, where you'll see an exact order, right? Wembanyama 1, Miller 2, Scoot 3. And the number will be less than minus 400. Now, it won't be like, you know, minus 120 or anything. Yeah. But it will be cheaper. And, or- so, and so, I mean, yes, is there a scenario where that 1, 2, 3 wouldn't happen? Yeah, but we're kind of, we kind of feel like that's the order if that happens. Or like third overall, you could just bet Scoot minus two eighty, or you could in, do, instead of, or you could yeah, do that yeah. exactly. So that's the point of all this: is with drafts, make sure you're maximizing your profit or minimizing what you're laying on these. What was that one? I got to pull up that tw- uh, picture I sent you yesterday of Caesars here in town at the, at one point because it was like they had no idea what to do. Where it was Scoot minus two fifty. And Brandon Miller, even uh, or, or Brandon Miller plus one twenty. It was like the, the spread was so huge on the on that money line. You're like they have no idea what to do right now. 
Drew Dinsick, ladies and gentlemen, is the host of not one but two podcasts. Is the Deep Dive with Drew Dinsick and his buddy Andy Molitor. And, of course, NBC Sports Bet the Edge. He, of course, came on this show one year ago, the morning of the NBA draft. It might have been the morning before, uh, but that week for sure. He gave a passionate speech as to why he thought Paolo Boncaro would go number one. He joins us now at whale underscore capper. How you doing, Drewski? What's happening? Good man, that was a that was an amazing week last week, and uh, you know, good good to be on this side of the counter uh, for NBA draft week because the the run up, the ramp up, uh, the speculative, the you know, the dynamic nature of who's picking where, and uh, you know how often these top five picks get traded, it makes it ex- extremely complicated <laughs> to try to uh, handicap, and you know, there's a lot of leaky. You know, a lot of leaky ships out there. And uh, if you're battling inside information on top of trying to kind of pinpoint this complicated system, then uh, it gets uh, gets messy in a hurry. And, you know, not not to kind of recount the Paolo part of that, but to kind of piggyback on what you guys were talking about off the top, finding more unique ways to, you know, you have information. What do you do with it? Um, you know, Paolo on the morning of the draft before the Woj tweet was like uh, three to one, something like that. Um, I know people that got massive liquidity down on Jabari Smith to go third at like 25 to one mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. You know, and it's day. like, okay, it like, like there's something that doesn't square here and you know, you can absolutely find ways to get, uh, you know, the big time payouts on, uh, on the random stuff like that. And, uh, you know, so I, yeah, I would definitely kind of almost always advocate for, you know, finding a way to get, a bigger price because really the, uh, the uncertainty is what drives most of the, um, you know, the real deal, uh, you know, ways to make money on draft stuff. So where do you, how do you feel like this goes one, two, three, and then beyond that, what do you think, you know, I'm pretty much out of the two in the three market. Um, it felt like a coin flip until it didn't. <laughs> and so, uh, I just kind of sat on the sidelines and didn't really have a ton of exit liquidity opportunities. Once, uh, it seemed like the decision was made late yesterday afternoon that, you know, Miller is going to go to, um, you know, doesn't really surprise me that Charlotte was wishy-washy in this process because there's like 10 decision makers and, you know, Michael Jordan is sort of the, 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 um, looming the final say, yes, right. Yeah. Well, he's looming specter, but right now he has final say, but on July 1st, he hands the keys to the next owner as majority owner. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very, very unclear, you know, who ultimately gets the say here. Um, and, uh, you know, GM like scoot, Michael Jordan likes Brandon Miller incoming owners lean scoot, but don't really know what they're doing. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, it all kind of checks out when you kind of put the puzzle pieces together and it seems like Michael Jordan's made his decision. He's going to take Brandon Miller. And I guess the only criticism I can lob at this whole process is apparently there were offers on the table for real deal players. Um, and the fact that you weren't willing to listen to, you know, what the new Orleans Pelicans potentially had to offer more sincerely is a, a little bit surprising to me. Um, I would know, agree I, with it, that. There yeah. were, it, it doesn't necessarily, cause one of the reasons this year's draft is so uncertain, everybody that missed out on the Wimby sweepstakes, they kind of don't have an excuse to continue to punt for the future. They need to get good players and win now, or people are losing jobs. And for those reasons, taking uh, you know a, a, a shot on a high ceiling prospect who has one year of G League experience is not as appealing as having a guy with a couple of years of bona fide, uh, you know, pre- performing well at the NBA level. 
Um, and so I think really picks two, we know pick three, pick four and pick five for that matter are all, in my opinion, like we're up for grabs for teams who are willing to do sign in trades to send, uh, you know, bona fide players, bona fide vets to, you know, to these franchises that are not going to get Wemby. Um, and so I, you know, I still think it's, 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 uh, a lot of the tea leaves I'm seeing, particularly around picks four and five, um, you know, don't necessarily spell that these teams are convicted on taking a young, uh, project. What do you think, you know, though, like if somebody wants to bet this, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, no, I, and all of that is right. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to dismiss that true. Yeah, I, know. I, I guess what I'm saying is if, if someone is yeah. betting this right now, then with all of that as a backdrop, because I, I would agree with you, and especially about the Hornets point, like the, the notion that people weren't at any of these positions ready to make a Zion trade is amazing to me. And I've said it before. I was like, you can say all you want about his injuries and all about the off-court stuff, but he's still elite when he plays. That's mm-hmm. enough for me to want to win now and make that trade. But right now, I mean, Cam Whitmore is a great example. Let's just start with him. We sure. thought he was a fourth or the fifth pick in the draft. We thought he was definitely top five. Then yesterday or the day before, he drifted to New York saying, like, I don't know, maybe he won't even go top ten. Now he's back to being a favorite to go top five. Like, where do you stand on him? Uh, what, what do you have in pocket? If if Whitmore goes five, I'm going to be pretty bummed. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's going to hurt. Um, I, I was part of the momentum that pounded that uh, – over five and a half at some pretty awesome prices. The fact that those are now kind of quasi available is frustrating because <laughs> I was pretty, uh, pretty happy and pretty, pretty, um, uh, proud of myself yesterday after those markets disappeared. And it's like, Oh, nice. We got it. Uh, good one. This is going to be a winning draft. Um, but, uh, you know, I think I, I don't see any, or at least what I know is that it's one of the Thompson's at four. Um, if, if the Rockets make that pick, uh, there's a whiff in the air, spidey sense, I guess that, uh, the Rockets are pushing a lot of, we are, we love amen, um, in, in sort of the spirit of, again, like if there is another team with a bona fide guy that's, they're willing to sign and trade to you to go up to four, to get amen, then I think they're, they're trying to drum up interest in that regard. And I, cause you know, at least from what I've heard and from, you know, sort of the immediate reports after they worked out with the Rockets is they had grades that were very similar and, or maybe Alsars was higher <laughs> from the Rockets internally. And so if they decide not to, you know, take the player that they graded higher, that would be strange. Um, and so in the back of my head, and I, you know, I think Alsar is still live to go for if the Rockets can't find a trade partner, I don't think it's at all decided that Amon is the fourth overall pick to the Rockets. Certainly um, they may ultimately end up going that way because somebody in the organization makes some impassioned case that he's the better of the two. Um, but I, you know, I, I am, uh, I am holding some big prices on Alsar four. I'm holding some, I'm I've been, <clears throat> I've been at war with someone. Uh, this is maybe a little interesting storytelling wise, and you can kind of use this context to try to figure out what's going on here. But, um, there's one place where you can get as many clicks as you want for 500 to click. And I've been pretty aggressively betting Thompson under five and a half in the plus 300 range. And every time I bet it, it goes back. Which Thompson? Yeah. Uh, uh, Alsar under five and a half at plus 300 is plus three thirty. bet it down to plus 300, <laughs> wake up the next, you know, wake up, you know, turn, <laughs> flip open the screen an hour. It's back at three thirty, mm-hmm. right? Like, like just, just somebody is consistently like using my, you know, my entry into that market as liquidity to bet Alsar over five and a half. 
um, at minus three, whatever it is. Um, wow. And I don't understand it because I think Alsar certainly is is still live for four. I think he potentially goes five as well. And, um, you know, I think the, the you know, the, the insider reports out of Detroit were pretty Comp, you know, pretty clear that Whitmore was not in the picture, which is why I'm so shocked that the Whitmore, uh, you know, top five has come back to life out of nowhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think at this point, at least if it goes, if four or five goes Amen Alsar, I'm in good shape. If it goes Alsar Amen, I'm in incredibly good shape. Uh, if it goes Amen Walker, I'm a little better than break even. And if Whitmore goes in the top five, I'm having a miserable night tomorrow. <laughs> And Kelly and Kelly will be rejoicing that whole time we're talking about Whitmore. Kelly's dying back there because you have, you have he, he's on the Whitmore. Trip. Whitmore, he's on the Whitmore. Trip. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Well, uh, we'll get any other NBA draft thoughts from from Drew. Also, anything NFL wise that he has bet so far? If he has any tennis, Drew Densick on the other side, continuing with us on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Boy, the uh, dancing on this Sky Rizzy commercial is just cringy. Oh, I'm sorry. We're back on it. Attention, BetMGM customers have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both receive a $50 bonus. That's $50. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Here as well, uh, Ben Wilson standing by. I want to bring in Ben for this, but because yesterday a couple things happened in baseball, and we'll get to college baseball here. But just from a rules standpoint, that were unbelievable. If you watch the Rangers game last night, um, Rangers playing. You know, it was a six to six game last night, and uh, Elvis Andrus on a uh, hit. So the the uh, Elvis Andrus was coming home against the Rangers for the Chicago White Sox. This is the bottom of the eighth. And play at the plate, ruled out. Catcher makes a play, Hines makes a play, ruled out at the plate. Goes to review. This is the Buster Posey rule, right, where Buster Mm -hmm. Posey got his knee blown out, uh, three-time World Series champion, MVP. uh, Buster Posey got his... So it's the whole rule of baseball changed with the catcher. Anyway, Bruce Bochy is the the common theme here. He's He's the manager of the Rangers, 
they reverse it and give it a safe call because of catcher interference. Catcher, not catcher interference, but catcher blocking the plate, the Buster Posey rule. And so the White Sox, by the way, the Rangers retired. Of course they are. One, two, three in the top of the ninth, and the White Sox win it. Seven to six. Bochy called this the worst thing he's ever seen in, in his life, managing baseball. So that was the first one where you're like, what is what exactly is the catcher supposed to do then? Right. He's come Elvis Andrews is coming barreling in. What is he supposed to do? Now I thought most people would think that's the worst thing you could see in baseball on a given day. Not true. College baseball yesterday. So again, I was saying I was watching the TCU Oral Roberts game because I had the in-game under. Shout out to those books that actually allow you to bet in games on these college baseball games because they're few and far between. And by the way, the one I did it, you have to like constantly try over and over again before they accept it. It's like a whole thing. Also, quick shout out to Elvis Andrews for his like 40th season in the in Major League Baseball. Field. <laughs> That's a great point. Elvis said, I'm going to win this race. I believe Stammer Red always says. So it's late in the game. I'm like not a lock to win my in-game under at nine and a half. I think it's like the sixth inning uh, or the seventh. Don't hold me to the inning. But TCU's having a big inning. I think they're already up six to one. And a very strange double play that Oral Roberts pulls off in the infield where they tag the runner in between second and third. And then the infielder who's, you know, lunging for the tag of the runner who's going to third, uh, a, a, a TCU runner seeing that that guy's coming in and know he's going to get tagged. He plants himself at third base. He's like, well, at least I'll be saved. I'll, at least I'll be safe. The guy who, on, on Oral Roberts who's making the tag barrels in while he's lunging to make the tag, then barrels in to the TCU runner who's standing on third base, pushes him off the bag, tags him, and after like a 10-minute review, they're like, he's out. So apparently, now I've watched five bajillion hours of baseball in mm-hmm. my life. I had no idea you were allowed to barrel into the dude at third base and then, you, oh, I'm sorry, you're off the bag, you're out. Ben Wilson joins us, everybody. Vison Zone. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Ben underscore Wilson underscore one. Ben, did you see that yesterday? Yes, where Austin Davis literally got plowed. I mean, he just got just destroyed off the back. It reminded me of the Kelly would probably know the old uh, the old video games. It was like I know there was like the NFL. It was like NFL Blitz was the football version of it, but there was a baseball version where you could literally just punch people if they were safe at third base. <laughs> and it was one of those. Ga- it was one of those very primitive video games yes. that we would have played in the late nineties. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, anyway, TCU goes on to win it six to one, but that helped, uh, unders for sure in that game in game or preflop. Uh, this, this world series has been awesome. Ben, what fruit, what futures do you still have alive? Well, TCU 40 to one from February. We are <laughs> somehow some way. And you know, with, with watching the last two games, it's just made the, the opener of the college world series that much more frustrating because TCU could have been in a, in such a more optimal spot from a pitching health standpoint, but they blow the three run lead to Oral Roberts in their first game. They've had to scratch and claw their way back. They knocked out Virginia, knocked out Oral Roberts yesterday. And what is what makes the game to game handicaps tougher now that we get this late, right? Where we have four teams left. Two of the teams are just a win away. The other two have to win twice yes. to get to the to college world series, the actual championship series here. So it's tough as it most of these coaches. And if you watch any of the, the post game press conferences, a lot of these coaches are just like, yeah, I have no idea who I'm throwing tomorrow. I, I, we're going to figure it out. And it makes it very difficult from a pregame standpoint, especially for these teams who have ridden through the elimination bracket because they've used everybody. And so if, if you look, say, at the, you know, the Wake Forest LSU matchup, for instance, and so I have Wake Forest on the top plus 240. TCU is my big one, 40 to one on the bottom half. They have to beat Florida twice. So LSU has the national pitcher of the year in Paul Skeens. And basically when – Paul Skeen's pitches. LSU is a completely different team from, from how you handicap them versus when he is not pitching. 
The LSU somehow, I have no idea how they did this, but they shut out Tennessee yesterday oh. in basically a bullpen game. Well, which that one, I, I was going to interrupt you. I was going to say that, that yeah, yeah, but you never know because yesterday LSU had no one supposedly going. And, exactly. And Tennessee was punchless. And I love I love Tennessee as a as a dog yesterday. I had bet them in the first uh, their first elimination game when they when they beat Stanford. Had them again yesterday, and that did not go well. Did not even score on a bad LSU bullpen. But the example for today, LSU head coach Jay Johnson. I, I would have thought that they potentially have schemes available for today, but from all the reports I've read, it sounds like LSU is going to try the same strategy they employed last night. It, because if they can get to a a deciding, they're calling it the if necessary game against Wake Forest. They'll have Skeens on full rest. And LSU is probably going to be a favorite in that game just because of how dynamic and dominant Skeens is. So it's a really weird spot tonight where it almost makes this feel like a pseudo, if, if that is the case, right? If it is Skeens, they're saving for the second game. This feels like an elimination game in some senses for Wake Forest. And the first time these two teams played in the winner's bracket over the weekend, everybody and their mother was on LSU for reasons that are sort of unexplainable because I think it was just a name brand thing. Mm-hmm. And, and they got all the money, all the bets and, and wake Forest got bet down from, I think a dollar 80 favored all the way down to a dollar 50 or 60 and wake ends up winning the game three, two. That seems like we're, we're seeing a similar thing happen right now. Wake opens in the dollar 50 range overnight with the assumption that it is not Skeens pitching for LSU. And I'm seeing it all the, all the way down already to, you know, minus minus one thirty five, one forty. So I'm going to wait and see. And, and again, that's what makes this stuff so tricky. You have to wait yeah. sometimes later than you would want to. But if it is not Skeens, assuming that's the case, if LSU is going with this, this pseudo bullpen strategy and LSU continues to take money, I'll, I'll be back on Wake Forest today. And, and I'm not not afraid to back them here as a as a sub 150 favorite. So let's just put what, what Ben is saying in context. So Paul Skeens is is considered the best pitching prospect since Steven Strasburg. Like he's that good and ought to be the number one pick in the in the MLB draft. So this is and now this is where the format of the of the College World Series sort of we have to sort of do the translation again. The regionals was a, uh, you know, regionals was a uh, best of, uh, excuse me, it was double elimination, then the super regionals was yep. a best of three. And now we have a combination of those two things. The best of three remains for when it's the final two teams. But you have a double elimination happening right now. But the games today feature, feature teams that have won zero and one, and, and, that have lost zero games and one game. So Florida and Wake in their respective games, they can lose today and they will still go on and meet in the rubber match. If TCU or LSU lose, they're done, and the, their opponent moves on to the final College World Series best of th- World Series best of three. So the Skeens thing is particularly amazing because LSU either says, "Well, we have to win this one, so we must pitch him today to get to the next game," or let's take what you just said, or it's a de facto elimination game for Wake Forest because they'll hold Skeens, and if they can't beat LSU today, oh boy. So Correct. no idea what to do quite yet at this point in the morning. If it's not skeins, you're going wake forest. What about the game before where you hold the 40 to one on TCU with Florida is a minus 180 favorite to knock out your TCU team. Correct. And I'm, I'm you know, you said earlier, there are, there are a couple books you can bet in game. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to cross my fingers, Gil, and hope that the logistics yeah. are, are operational today because I'm going to need to have some money in, in those accounts to to potentially get an in-game hedge out on the TCU ticket. I'm not going to bet it pregame. You know, having to pay a dollar eighty price on Florida is, is it's a little bit rich. And the thing is, they are throwing Jack Caglione, who people are calling Jack Tani. He's this great two-way player for Florida. At least I expect them to today. 
he hasn't pitched all postseason. And so the one big knock on Florida has been their starting pitching and the lack of longevity. But their starting pitchers really out of nowhere have been tremendous. And Hunter Waldrop was just dealing the other day. So uh, you have Waldrop uh, and then in combined with their other uh, main weekend starting pitcher, Brandon Sprout, they've been it's been all quality starts so far. They've been getting great depth. Caglione, though, with all the attention on him, he struggled at the plate. He's just one of eight for one for eight with a walk so far. So I, I, I'm not sure what we're going to get out of him in his first start. And that's why I want to wait. Uh, TCU at least has a good amount of bullpen arms. They did not have to use yesterday in that Oral Roberts game. They could go back to Cole Klecker, their stud freshman. So I'm going to wait and see that. That will be an in-game decision, though, as far as uh, LS, uh, sorry, as uh, TCU and Florida. Maybe. I'm glad you got futures left because, as I said the other day, all mine are gone. I'm still bitter about Texas losing the ball in the lights against Stanford, knocking down my last one. That was but tough. It's such an entertaining Sorry, tournament. Yeah. Ben, enjoy. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Ben Wilson, everybody. He'll be more famous than everybody here at, uh, at VEASAN. TCU, the darling in college football, now the darling in college World Series. We'll come back. Mike Pritchard on the NFL next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.